now we're recording as well. All right, perfect. Are you doing the intro or do you want to do the intro? No, we can do the intro later. Okay. Yep. Do you remember what you have to say for the intro? Is that why? <laughs> no, you might, well record. you might as well do the intro now. Go ahead. All right. Welcome to Dynamics Corner podcast. I'm your co-host, Chris. That was such a great intro, Chris. I'm just floored and overwhelmed by how much effort you put into that. I know. Quick and quick and fast. And this is Brad. This episode was recorded on October 17th, 2023. Chris, 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 here we are together doing a summit recap day one in person all together with Kristen and Soren. Kristen and Soren, thank you for taking the time to speak with us. As always, it's a pleasure to speak with you and to see you both in person for this wonderful episode. And time. You don't have your media thing to like do the clap. Well, we can do real claps, Chris. We're all together and we can hear it. (laughs) We can hear it. So, Kristen, day one, is it worth all of the hype? Or does the hype match up to the conference? Yeah. I should say. I think it does. I mean, there's been several rooms that I've seen that have had people sitting on the floors, out the door. I think the users that I've talked to are super excited to be here to learn. When I mention to them, you know, Microsoft is here, they get even more excited. You know, they they see that they care about the community and, and I, it feels good. Day one feels good. That's great. So you didn't hear what she just said. She like been has been preparing everyone that you're a celebrity now. Like she just put you up on the pedestal that now everyone wants to meet you and see you. How does that make you feel? Uh, being a celebrity, I, I don't think I don't think that's the case. And I would feel a bit awkward. <laughs> so, so how was your day one? I know you arrived late last night. I'm sure you're tired, but did you have the opportunity to explore and, and participate in any of the sessions or events today? Yeah, and actually the, the keynote uh, made a few impressions already. Uh, as a person who's worked with, with BC and then NAV for many years, uh, and as you know, NAV and BC has always been a very partner-focused product because we sell it through partners. Um, it was new to me the size of and the let's say the uh, level of engagement in this community very much driven by end users yeah that was just like it feels to me it feels like a whole new door being opened into a sort of a parallel uh, uh community basically because we're used to a community consisting of, of, of partners primarily so that's just super cool uh can't wait for me that feels like and uh, for someone who works with like user experience a lot it feels like a lot of untapped potential there to get get that knowledge of all those end users. Well, this is the right conference for that because I think approximately what sixty percent or more than sixty percent of the participants or registrants, from what I understand, are end users, mm-hmm. not of just Business Central, of all of the applications that are here. But you have a good pool for, to solicit uh, feedback on, like you had mentioned, what like, you're concerned with with the onboarding, which is great. Kristen, which sessions have you gone to? I went to one this morning about generational gap in the workforce and talking about the different generations like millennials and 
and and I all of that. that and how one. We I think. would have enjoyed to hear more uh, about that in, it, in that session. It was good. You know, I would say over half of the room were recruiters in that room. <laughs> <laughs> they were like eating it up trying to figure. I didn't out. realize they're out here too. Oh, they're here and they're like sharks, you know, because they're they're looking for their next. They must have seen placement. a session in the agenda. Well, this yeah, is, but this, this is the perfect pool. Absolutely. You're going business, anything, business central, CRM, GP, FNSCM, everybody's here. So if you're yeah. looking for talent, this is, you don't have to go too far. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. throw a rock and you can hit 20, 30 uh, talented members of the community. So Absolutely. One of, one of the discussions uh, within the panel was um, just what are new up and coming out of college folks like looking for in a workplace and and um someone said that when when he starts a new position if he doesn't feel good you know within a month he's leaving he's quitting and, and leaving you know and i think there's a little bit of discussion around that and then also with the recruiters like how many people do you place and then like six months or a year later are they coming back looking to be placed again you know and act actually none of the recruiters rose their hands saying that people are coming back which is good but yeah the room was packed uh well not packed per se but packed with with uh recruiters and it was a good conversation i could see that being a good conversation because we've spoken before about how generationally decisions are made differently mm -hmm. uh, for many reasons, whether uh, things that were going on, society issues that maybe were occurring during the time of somebody's upbringing or when they're uh, joining the workforce versus now, you know, their, their values, their morals and their ethics might be slightly different. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, the decision process is, is different as well. And it's important, I think, to have awareness of that in business so that you can understand your peers, you know, if they're not in the same generation, as we call it, you know, to maybe understand how they're thinking, which can help you work better together. So Soren, did you hit any sessions or do you have any more comment on yeah, that? Yeah, just uh, just a comment on that piece, because I think uh, some people say that even just like the whole notion of having one career, maybe doesn't make sense for the very young people today. Like, like for us, we have one field, we dive into that, we hold our expertise at that field for many years. But for the young people today, I think we should be much more prepared for people to say, you know, I do this for four years, then I'll maybe do something else for four years, yeah. and then something else entirely. So like constantly educating, like in ways that we have never been, been used to. I say that as a guy from 77, but uh, yeah. <laughs> But I, I think that's not quite a dinosaur, but almost, yeah. almost a dinosaur. <laughs> almost a dinosaur. <laughs> and then uh, you know, one of the other things that sort of made an impact this morning was was in the keynote. I actually like someone like I'm I'm one that cares a lot about uh, diversity and women in tech and so on. So there are two things in the in the keynote this morning that was was just great. So first diversity topic almost at the beginning of the keynote was uh the guy who opened the keynote said you know that that uh that he was um dyslexic and it was just a very brave thing to sort of open with openly and sort of like bringing in all those hidden disabilities mm -hmm. uh forward and you know sharing them maybe it turns out as we talked about in ours and last time we spoke that maybe they're not disabilities maybe there can be turned around to be superpowers i think that was a very powerful message actually
We don't no, like that. I agree with you. I think I think that is important. And I think sometimes some people may have challenges and those challenges, someone may say, oh, they want that challenge. They want to use it to their advantage. But I think through education and understanding, hearing about the challenges someone has may help you understand them. And it also makes other people feel comfortable with the same challenges that they have or other types of challenges because it's it's all goes back to what we were just talking about with even generationally with the differences. It's you can all work better together if you have understanding. So if you know that somebody has again dyslexia, it's not that they're incapable. It's not that they're not intelligent or unable to do something. It's they just have difficulty reading. It does not make them, you know, quote dumb or stupid. It's just but if you understand that, you may have a little more patience for them mm-hmm. or patience with them, and they yeah. can still. It makes them feel comfortable. It makes them feel safe and they can do better and perform better at work so i think it is important to raise awareness to that uh, those types of challenges and uh, other um, like you said superpowers that people have and it 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 can become very practical like or sorry let me let me rephrase there are some practical implications to like to that Uh, doing a slideshow preparing slides for people with dyslexia if you have colleagues that are dyslexic yeah. What? How will you put your slides together? How much text will you write? How much will you say? Will you depend on people reading something while you say something else? Like, how much of the message will come across to all of your colleagues or whoever is in the audience? Like, if you need to think about the full accessibility matrix as a presenter, I've been thinking about color blindness. That's like, a big one. That's a big one as yeah, well. Like, I, I wonder why slides are even friendly to people with that that are challenged that way. I actually don't know. I wish there was a, and I think there are, maybe are some features inside PowerPoint saying, hey, check this for me. There's some accessibility checker, but I don't, I don't know the full extent I, of that. I did see somewhere and I don't recall, maybe someone could share it with us, but there was a tool for that. And to check. For, to check for, I, I heard about it on another podcast one time, they were talking about the ADA with website accessibility for, and a lot of that website accessibility was for colorblindness and people that have, visual challenges for, for reading and the like. So that would be good if PowerPoint yeah, had something. I never could... thought about that. That's a, it's um, when you're presenting, right? When you're preparing, you're choosing the right visuals, you know, to convey and, and can, you know, can they see it, I guess. And that uh, whatever you're trying to show is uh, they're taking, getting value out of that. It's a, it's and, and I'm going to redo my, presentation. I got to check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah. everyone should, should do that. So what is the energy that you feel with everyone here and whom you have may have had conversations or just the general vibe that you have as you're walking through the showroom areas, the exhibition, which will start this evening as the time of this recording, but also all of the sessions that we have. There are a lot of sessions with a lot of people. So what, what do you take away from the energy and the vibe and the feeling from the registrants? I think everyone's excited to be here and learn. I mean, everyone that I've interacted with, a lot of them, it's their first time here too, a lot of the users. So maybe we're we're just getting back into conferences after COVID and people are starting to feel more comfortable. And, um, you know, the community feeling is definitely here. Seeing old friends and hugging in the hallway and meeting new friends. And it, it feels good, you know, to be here and, um, 
I've gone to many summits, right? This is not our first summit, you know, and uh, it's your I, first summit. It'd be interesting yeah. to get your feedback. Oh, I did not know but, this was your first summit. But uh, yeah, I just, it feels good. And I think the expo is going to be amazing tonight. Everyone together in the same room. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to speaking with you on Thursday or Friday when we talk about the energy because it's day one. Everybody has that energy. Be tired. Everyone come become towards the end of before the week. After we have to have a before and after. I'll be interested to see how Soren is over here after he has these late this is, night. This is <laughs> late me night on events. day one of summit. This is me on day two of summit. On <laughs> day three of summit. Yeah. No, I think I, you said. I mean, I just copy a lot of what you just said. It feels like it. You know, so much energy, especially post post COVID. Uh, as a first time uh, summit um, person, it's uh, it, coming back to my my previous comment about uh, this field. Like for to me, because this is end user conference first and foremost. It seems then there's just a different vibe, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of great energy. Uh, you can clearly feel that people are invested into learning like they just want to improve their everyday or learn to how to take the next step in their business or uh, planning for the future there are different motivations for coming here yes obviously right no, and uh and it's it's just great to 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 witness that and it's everything down from the small tips how to be more proficient or to planning you know the next migration to you know take the next take the next step with your business it's uh, it's everything yeah i think as a speaker it feels different too because you know we all attend partner events and a majority of the conferences you go to are partners right and as a speaker actually seeing someone in the audience go ah or come up and run up to you afterwards like cuz you're delivering content that's they need right then and there it it feels different you know than than even like a directions right i mean you guys have spoke at partner events and it feels different uh, it is different. there is it's it's a different as uh, sorna mentioned the motivation for being at that conference is different they're both it's a, they're all great conferences the energy here is different than those because again the motivation is not partners learning to to help with their businesses and and work with other partners here the focus is end users coming to learn to explore what's you know should i move to business central we're talking about business central or what are the new features of business central that can i can uh, use in my business so it's not the business building among the uh, members that come it's more of i'm here to learn to help improve my business so that the energy is completely different and uh, it's a lot of fun so i think for me the most significant feeling if you will or impression i think is that goes for any conference but i think here it will be more profound or no it will it will feel more different so it's always humbling as being part of the group where we built the product built business central it's always humbling to go to a partner conference to see all these people who build a business you know upon that product and work with that product every day seeing thousands of people just work with that product now you could just multiply that here with all the people who are then using the, the product that's a truly humbling uh experience i, I can see that and i can see how you could appreciate that because now you can see the the fruits of all your effort and, and the improvements yeah. that you're making with uh, i know you work heavily with the onboarding and a lot with the application and you can now see 
how everybody, not from the partner perspective, but from the end user perspective. So yes. uh, I'm curious to hear the feedback that you get during the week. Absolutely. Yeah. Too. <laughs> That'd be good. Okay, we'll have a quick conversation. I know everyone's busy. The Expo's, Expo Hall is about to open. So I just wanted to thank you both for taking the time to talk with us with day one. But we'll have to catch up tomorrow for day two to see how you feel. And I do want to see the product. Don't record in the morning because we're probably No, we will record in the evening. We'll, do the, well, that's not only that, but to see the progression towards the week of how exhausted everybody is because yep. of all of the events that are going on there is so much going on there are sessions all day long so many sessions to choose from the expo hall has a lot of great partners that are showing the services and the offerings they have to help enhance businesses and then there are also some festivities to participate uh, and network with some of the six thousand people that are here so uh, a lot of late nights i know myself i haven't slept too much since i've been here and i'm looking forward to <laughs> 6,000 people. Wow. Yes, that's a lot yeah, of people. A lot of people. All right, so thank you very much. We appreciate you taking the time with us thank and look you. forward to talking with you soon. All thank right. you. All right, ciao, ciao. Thank you, Chris, for your time for another episode of In the Dynamics Corner Chair. And thank you to our guests for participating. Thank you, Brad, for your time. It is a wonderful episode of Dynamics Corner Chair. I would also like to thank our guests for jo joining us. Thank you for all of our listeners tuning in as well. You can find Brad at developerlife.com. That is D-V-L-P-R-L-I-F-E.com. And you can interact with them via Twitter, D-V-L-P-R-L-I-F-E. You can also find me at matalino.io, M-A-T-A-L-I-N-O.io. And my Twitter handle is Matalino16. And see, you can see those links down below in the show notes. Again, thank you, everyone. Thank you, and take care.